You are now listening to the Moon Child. I got some Erica Badu on. It is 10:48 a.m. I am in the city. I'm in San Francisco, in my mom's place. Feels good to be back home, and I'm feeling good playing this song because it's we going on and on. It's a it's a new era for both of my teams. I had some breaking news. The Niners just traded for the number three overall pick. We sent two first rounders and a third rounder, but that solidifies that we are grabbing a quarterback this year. Also, the Kings made moves at the trade deadline and they established that we are competing for this year. So, you know, my mental health is gonna be better when I see my favorite teams doing what they doing, trying to win, and it just puts me in a better mood, you know? You don't like seeing your fucking teams losing and shit. So it's a new era. I'm feeling good about it. Uh, so I'm gonna get into all that a little later. The first thing I do wanna talk about is the trade deadline. I'm gonna talk about the Kings, but first I wanna talk about the other moves um, in the NBA. And there's some teams that made some good moves. I'll talk about who I think win won the trade. And the big one I wanted to start off with was the Vucevic. Now, I came on here and I talked about Vucevic before, and I think he's the third best center in the NBA. Joel Embiid and Jokic is on another tier, but Vucevic is right under them. So the Bulls traded for um, Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, and I believe two first rounders for Vucevic and Aminu. I think both teams um, won that trade right there. It worked out for both. Um, the Magic have a bunch of unfortunate injuries, so I guess they're going to go in a full rebuild. And if they can get themselves a top three pick this year, that could probably, you know, they can build around. Because they already got some pieces like Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac. So, you know, they made a couple of trades at this deadline. And I didn't expect them to trade Vucevic, so I guess they're going full re rebuild mode. As far as the Bulls, this is really exciting for them. They're in 10th place. Um, they believe that they can compete for the playoffs because 10 teams can make the playoffs, you know, compared to what's usually been eight because you got that seven to 10 seed play on play in uh, tournament. And now they got two all-stars. You got Zach Levine and you got Vucevic. And then you got young pieces like Kobe White and then you got Patrick Williams. You still have Laurie Markkinen. Um, you have a veteran in Gary Temple. You also have Thomas Santoransky. They have a new coach in Billy Donovan in his first year with him. So it's nice to see that the Bulls are trying to compete. And they, they're going to have something special in the Eastern Conference. I like that dynamic duo of Vucevic and Zach Levine. Zach Levine is a three-level scorer who has elite athleticism. And he can get you 30 on any given night. Vucevic is the most one of the most complete big men. He can score inside and out. Um, he sets bruising screens. If you want, if you put a smaller dude on him, he's gonna eat you up in the post. But he can also stretch the floor out because he leads the league. I think he still leads the league in top of the key three point percentage. Uh, I really like Vucevic's game. He's a good passer. He just has a great feel when you're watching him play. And yeah. When you combine those two, you're definitely going to win some games. I truly believe it. So the Bulls should be making it to the playoffs. There's no way that they should not with that combination. Now, the Magic made more trades. Um, they traded Aaron, Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. 
him and Gary Clark for, I believe, Gary Harris and um, R.J. Hampton and then some second rounders, I believe. Yes, and some second rounders. Or no, it's a it's a first rounder, but a future one, like a, you know, a middle schooler right now. And the Nuggets for surely got a win in this trade. Um, Aaron Gordon will hopefully be able to replace what Jeremy Grant was able to bring them last season. And... And also, you know, you got a you got an athletic slasher in Aaron Gordon, be able to slash the basket, and then you got Jokic, who's one of the best passers in the NBA. Um, probably that's most likely going to be able to find him. So that's a good combination. That's good for the Nuggets. They also picked up Javale McGee. They set Isaiah Hartstein, and I think that's going to be a good replacement for what they had in Miles Plumlee. And Javale McGee is better than Miles Plumlee, and he's better than Isaiah Hartstein. Um, so that's another depth of when Jokic comes out the game. Um, you're going to have an elite rim protector because JaVale McGee is a elite rim protector. He was one of the key pieces for that Lakers championship team because on that Lakers championship team, nobody was scoring in the paint. I constantly say this, and the game is one in the paint. When you have elite rim protectors like that, it makes the game much, much, much more difficult. So the Nuggets got better. Um, they're able to replace that glaring hole that they had, especially at the beginning of the season, not having Jeremy Grant or Miles Plumlee. As far as the Magic... Uh, I don't think they got enough from that Aaron Gordon trade. Um, you know, the a future first-round pick like that, and it's also protected. And if the Nuggets are good, it's just going to be a late first-rounder. So I guess the the market wasn't super high for Aaron Gordon. Uh, they could I feel like they could have ended up with something better, but you know, maybe get Zeke Nanji or something. But they ended up with R.J. Hampton, so it's going to be interesting to see what he can do for them. And they also made another trade uh, for second rounders. The Celtics got Evan Fournier from the Magic for two second round picks, I believe. And that's kind of another L for the Magic. Uh, Fournier is having a really good season, but, you know, the market wasn't probably super high. He's on an expiring contract. And I think he helps the Celtics out really well, um, depending on where they're going to play him. I don't know if they plan to start him, but if he's coming off the bench... And Fournier is a guy who can get you at least 15 points per game. Um, he's in, he can space the floor. He can handle the ball. He can kind of create his own short shot to a certain, certain extent. Kind of like a Bogdan Bogdanovich, I would say. And yeah. So you got the Magic went in complete rebuild mode. They have a bunch of injuries and they just trade away their best players. So they're going to be focusing on the draft. They probably, I think Jalen Green could be that guy for them. Um, or Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley might end up being the number one pick, in my opinion. USC is going further and further, and when I watch him play, he gives me a lot of Anthony Davis vibes. He was skinny as hell in college, but just defensively, just can guard every position, blocking every shot. And he does his job. He can pick. He can. He has a nice jump shot. He still has guard skills in him, and he does his job. He's not super fancy, or he doesn't have no, like, signature moves or anything he just gets buckets so yeah i see a lot of anthony davis in him he might end up going number one so I mean, that might be a that, that evan mobley might be on the magic's radar they always getting great centers with shaquille o'neal dwight howard vucevic so we're gonna see who's the next one i don't think it's really working out with mo bamba anyway to the heat the heat got Victor Oladipo, and I think they got Victor Oladipo for pretty much nothing. Now, we know he's on an expiring contract, but they got Victor Oladipo for Avery Bradley, who hasn't really been playing all year, and Kelly Olenek. You, you know, now you have a backcourt 
um, with either Goran Dragic or Kendrick Nunn, but then you're gonna have Jimmy and Victor Oladipo as a two and a three. Also with Bam, that's a lot of good defense that you're surrounding yourself with. That's a lot of good defense. And they also got Bayalisa from us. They got the Serbian sniper. And I like how, what's it called? Um, the Serbian sniper is going to be able to play alongside Bam really well. We all know he's an elite three-point shooter. He's much better. I would rather take um, Bayalisa over Kelly Olenek, Myers Leonard, any day of the week, any day of the hour, any minute of the hour. Um, so the Heat for surely got better, and I think Victor Oladipo, where he's going to be playing and competing for, a, has a real chance to compete for a championship. We're going to see. We're going to see how good um, he really is. But at the end of the day, he's still a guy that can get you 20, and he's an elite defensive player. Um, there's not too many guys like that at his position that can do both things at a high level like he can. So the Heat for surely got better, and they got my boy Bayalisa. He's going to have a chance to win a championship. So that's good. We got Mo Harkless and Chris Silva from them. Like I said, I'm gonna get in the Kings into the second in a second. But I do like that deal. I think it worked out for both teams. And for the Heat and the um, Rockets, Rockets get a swap first round pick also with the Kelly Olynyk and um, Avery Bradley thing. I know how I feel about the Rockets is I don't you know what they got for James Harden. You know you got Victor Oladipo. I feel like they could have went for Karis LeVert, but I understand if they're trying to just go full tank mode because their pick is top four protected and you protect that pick from the from the thunder and hopefully they can end up with one of these guys like a Jalen Green, Mobley, or Kay Cunningham. They're probably going for him so that's understandable. Um, they're able to flip Oladipo for an extra first round pick. They did get a shitload of first round picks for Harden and it's going to be interesting to see how fast they bounce back um, post Harden era. Now the Clippers got my first favorite player of all time and they got the GOAT Rajon Rondo now the Clippers just got better they only had to give up Lou Williams for him we all been saying that the Clippers need a point guard now you got one of the if not the smartest point guard in the NBA who cares what he does in the regular season we know he changes gears when it comes to that playoff time and now that they have an elite playmaker like Rondo who's gonna get Kawhi Paul George in their spots the sky's the limit right now and the Lakers didn't make any moves I like the Clippers more than the Lakers right now they finally got a real point guard and that's gonna make Kawhi's job hell a lot easier now now down the stretch we're not gonna have to see Kawhi or Paul George trying to create for others Patrick Beverly can bring energy coming off the bench Rondo can orchestrate the offense and he's gonna get a chance to show that he should still be a starter in this league he did his thing in and Lana has a backup, you know, mentor Trey a little bit. Now he got to go compete for another championship again. He's, I bet he still has a lot to prove. And he's, Rondo's always going to display his talent because he doesn't rely on athleticism. And he's just a true master teacher of the game. <laughs> like, he's this one of the smartest players I've ever watched play this game. He, the way he, the things that he does without having to shoot the ball and get his teammates involved is just amazing to watch. So I really love that move for the Clippers, A-plus. Um, the Hawks, I mean, you got Lemon Pepper Lou. He's back in Magic City. You got somebody come off the bench. But defensively, geez, now you have Lou Will or Trey Young in the game defensively all the time. That's going to be tough. Also with the Clippers, Rondo is also an upgrade over Lou Will on the defensive side. I'm not going to say Rondo is still that lockdown defender, but he's smart. He has IQ. He knows he studies the game. He knows other teams' plays. 
He's just a savvy veteran now. So you add that with Paul George and Kawhi and Serge Ibaka, and they still got that. They still got that um, roster. All they had to do was give up Lou Will for Rondo. That's an upgrade. So shout out to the Clippers for making that move. And then Philly also got George Hill. He's going to be a solid point guard coming off the bench. Shake Milton and Seth Curry were not primary ball hunters. They're better off the ball. So now you got a floor general and an experienced veteran like George Hill, who's also shooting well from the three this year. Um, so Philly got better. And then it only cost them Tony Bradley and um, Terrence Ferguson. I don't even think they were really playing Terrence Ferguson like that. They didn't lose Matisse Thybulle or Tyrese Maxey either. So Philly got a good thing going on. Still the Eastern Conference favorites, in my opinion. Um, we just got to see where these buyouts go. So you had three buyouts. You had LaMarcus Aldridge being bought out, and the Heat is favored to get him. You have Andre Drummond in, in the buyout market right now. And wherever he goes can really impact a team's contender's champ chances. Now, if he goes to the Nets, I'm taking the Nets over Philly. Goes to the Lakers. Who it's going to be interesting between the Lakers and Clippers. Um, you even have another option where he can go to the Suns or the Celtics. So it's going to be interesting to see where um, Andre Drummond or Lamarcus Aldridge goes from this buyout market. So that's the trade deadline. Those were the little moves. Those were the big moves, biggest moves I would say that was made. Um, Heat definitely turned themselves into contenders. Nuggets definitely turned themselves into contenders again. Um, and the Bulls is showing that they're going to be competing soon. So um, some teams make some big moves. But I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to fix my mic. There we go. Just stay right there. But there's also another team that made some big moves, and that is the Sacramento Kings. Monty McNair went to work now a couple episodes ago. I threw in the 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 white towel. I threw in the white flag. I was done with that roster. I'm like, with this roster, we're not doing shit. All right, I'm over it. I'm over the inconsistency. Yeah, I get excited when we win, but with that roster, we weren't gonna do anything. Now, Monty made us wait, and he has delivered with some big big time moves for such little that we had to give up so first it was right after that Cavs game we finally we just get rid of um oh no not at the Cavs game was it after the the Hawks game right after the Hawks game we trade Corey Joseph Corey Joseph great veteran great guy but I am so glad I don't have to watch him play no more oh my gosh and we get DeLon Wright so we send Corey Joseph two second rounders for DeLon Wright. And DeLon Wright, what he brings to the table, he can potentially elevate his game as a key sixth or seventh man. Um, he plays at his own pace. He can play on and off the ball. He can create for others. Um, he has a deep he can score. He can score from the three. He can score from the two a little bit. Um, and he can handle the ball. He's an upgrade over Corey Joseph because he can shoot better uh, and he can create for others. Now I'm so happy for that because he also brings length and more defense. Now, Corey Joseph is only like six foot. Now, now we got a 6'5", DeLon Wright, probably like a 6'8", 6'9", wingspan. So we got more length. Now, we also had that Bayalisa trade where we get Chris Silva and Maurice Harkless. Harkless I'm excited for because he can play the three or the four. Um, he brings length 
and defense. We desperately need a defense. So all the guys that we've been bringing in in these trades add a defensive presence, and I am so happy for that. I'm so happy for that. And we also have Chris Silva, a young center, um, really grinded his way into the league. It's going to be interesting to see if he takes his opportunity with this team because there's a lot of unknown spots. You know, um, we're kind of seeing who's going to, you know, make that leap and earn a roster spot, pull a Rashawn Holmes. You know what I'm saying? And so Maurice Harkless and Silva is going to be nice, is our nice additions. But the biggest one, and I don't know what Toronto was doing, but we literally got a steal. Second year player, Terrence Davis. We got him for a second round pick. He's a three and D guy, a lot of athleticism. He was looking solid as a rookie last year. I don't know why Toronto would move him, but he's a perfect addition. He can play the two, he can play the three, he can stretch the floor, and he's gonna defend at a high level. And that's exactly what we need. Um, I would say he's similar to Matisse Thibel, um, but better offensively, not as good defensively. And I think that's a perfect addition. So now we got Harkless, um, Silva, Terrence Davis, and DeLon Wright. And the people that we lost is Corey Joseph and Nemanja Bealisa. So I think we just got better. Now we finally got some talent around for Fox and for Halliburton. Halliburton has been starting. He's been killing it. He had Damian Lee playing Twister the other night. And the lineup where we're starting with Fox, Buddy, um, Halliburton, Barnes, and Rashawn Holmes. It's working out for us right now. Uh, we just beat the G. I mean, I would say we beat the Warriors, but they didn't have Clay, Curry, or Draymond, or whatever. But our schedule has gotten easier. Remember, we played a shitload of playoff teams in the first half of the season. Now we got you know an easier schedule. We still gotta play. We still got to play some, um, we still got to play, the t we still haven't played the Timberwolves, you know what I'm saying? We still haven't even played against the Thunder. We still got to play those teams three more times. We're only three games away from 10th place. We have the same record as the Pelicans and the Thunder, and it's 10 teams to make the playoffs. I think we're going for it. I like the moves. I'm glad we're going for it. I don't believe in tanking, and this is going to be a good thing. So now the pressure is on Luke Walton. This roster is talented to be at least a top 10 team in the West. This team should at least compete and be in the playoff tournament. This team is good enough. Fox is a star. He's proven it every single night. He's over here dropping 35 with ease and getting 20 point first halves in his sleep. Uh, we finally have some ammunition coming off the bench. And we got to see how Luke Walton can operate with this roster. Because if we don't, he's probably going to be gone. Because there's no more excuses no more about not having enough talent. We definitely have enough talent to at least get to the 10th, 9th, or 8th seed. We definitely do. Especially um, building around Fox and Halliburton what we got there with Harrison Barnes and Buddy Hill. We have enough. We for sure, we have. We finally have bench help. Um, we, this is going to make us better tremendously. It should be unless Luke Walton fucks it up. So now I can finally judge on how good a Luke Walton is of a coach. And, you know, last night... But it's a good showing. We took care of the Warriors, and we're going to see how we move forward from there. Um, I'm actually going to see who our next games is. Because like I said, our schedule's gotten easier. So we play the Cavs again tomorrow. And then we play the Spurs. And then we play the Spurs again. 
And then we play the Lakers, who's missing LeBron and AD. Then we play the Bucks. So the next five games, four out of the five is very, very winnable. I would say we can be potentially favorites if you were to bet on them, except for against the Bucks. So I'm really, really excited. Oh, then after the Bucks, we got the Timberwolves. And then we got the Pistons. So you're hearing these names. It's the the schedule isn't getting more difficult. And let's see how we take advantage of it. I would love to be in the play-in tournament again, get another chance, and be able to compete um, for that seventh and eighth spot in the playoffs. I think it will take this team and this franchise a very long way. I'm not worried about drafting the top ten. Um, if this was like any other team that didn't have a playoff draft for you know 15 years, I would be worried about getting a top five pick or whatever. But this franchise definitely needs to just touch the playoffs to break this thing. You know, it would it'll just hold it'll just release a bunch of fresh air in my opinion so yeah that's going on with the kings i'm excited i'm taking the white towel and the white flag back and we back we're back unless you know they go inconsistent then disappoint me and then i'll be all sad again but we're gonna have to wait and see what happens now literally just 30 minutes ago i just the 49ers just dropped a bomb. We just traded the number 12 pick, third round this year, two first round future first rounders for the number three pick this year. Now, what does this mean? There's a new QB on the way. There is a new QB on the way. We're either going to get Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, or Trey Lance. Now, I told y'all who I, my favorite quarterbacks are. I think Zach Wilson, um, out of the three, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson's the best one. He's having his pro day today. And after his pro day, he's not leaving the top two. So if we want Zach Wilson, we're going to have to move to number two. Um, but then it goes Trey Lance. Then it goes Justin Fields for me. I'll be happy with Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Um, it does not bother me. We have the best coach, offensive coach in the league. Um, you made it work with Jimmy. You need to tell me if you give a guy that's mobile, um, that has the arm strength and the talent, and you pair him up with Shanahan, sky's the limit. With the weapons we got with Hughes check, we got Kittle, we re-signed Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk. Stop it. Remember, this is a Super Bowl team. And the one that I really want, I really want Trey Lance, to be so honest. If we're talking about number three and because I'm assuming that Zach Wilson will be drafted at number two. He might be by the Jets or it might be by a team that trades up. Um, it trades up and gets Zach Wilson. We're going to have to see. But I think for sure the first four picks is all going to be quarterbacks. Because the quarterbacks, um, the way the young QBs are just coming out the league and they're, they're, the way they're playing on their rookie deals, um, it's, you know, it's too hard not to, you know, it's too hard to pass up. They're just coming into the league better and better. You see what Justin Herbert does. You see what Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes did. That 2017 draft changed everything on how we uh, view rookie QBs. They come in and just produce right away. Now, now this also sparks the question what's going on with Jimmy G. Supposedly we're not trading Jimmy G. And I have no problem Jimmy G being the starter. My assumption on this is that if we draft like Trey Lance, Justin Fields, 
they sit for the first year unless you know Jimmy G gets injured and they have to come in but then they don't come in they don't be the starter um, we see how far Jimmy G takes us um, whether if he's playing but if he's playing bad he can get bench he finally has some real competition he's gonna be playing with somebody breathing down his neck his career is on the line he has no more Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard behind him we're gonna have a, a number three overall pick um, sitting behind him now whether it's Justin Fields or Trey Lance and that way the rookie can learn behind Jimmy G because at the end of the day we still win a lot of games with Jimmy G playing um, but I'm comparing the situation a lot to the Kansas City Chiefs so say if Jimmy G um, he takes us to the playoffs or the Super Bowl you know or if we don't win the Super Bowl um, we're gonna you know he's gonna take because we have a talented team we have a talented team you know and we're gonna probably win at least 10 games whoever's at QB um, as long as we're healthy because we got Fred Warner Nick Bosa Kittle Ayuk huge check the offensive line with Alex Mack now and we got Trent Williams and then we also got Shani calling the plays so we're gonna be successful whoever's at QB um, as long as we have a, a talented QB and we're gonna have that with the number three overall pick uh, we're gonna see how far Jimmy G takes us whether you know if he's playing good and gets us to the playoffs say we lose in the you know divisional or something Jimmy's G's value should have gone up we trade him and then we give the keys to the new young QB in year two simple as that but Jimmy G will not be part of the future I think after this year he will be gone for sure um, he's definitely the insurance for definitely insurance for the future though he we're gonna see what we can get with him and I think we can if he plays good if Jimmy G plays good we can end up getting a first round pick for him because at the end of the day he's still only 30 he's I think he's just turned 30 so this is gonna be very interesting it is a brand new era we are gonna get a QB I'm hoping we find a way to get Zach Wilson Trey Lance I'm fine I'm fine with Justin Fields just don't please don't tr make that trade and pick fucking Mac Jones I like Mac Jones, but I don't. We he's not worth two first round picks moving up all the way to three for him. All right, I would pop a blood vessel if we end up drafting Mac Jones. But the draft is in late April and it's in Cleveland. So I mean, these guys has been waiting their whole life to get drafted, um, not in New York, but to go to the city of Cleveland um, to get drafted. So things are spicing up. Both of my teams making move. Shout out to Monte McNair, the Kings GM for wanting to compete and give this city some life. I mean, give the city of Sacramento some life and the fans some life of the Kings. And shout out to John Lynch for just, man, for bringing back Trent, bringing back Juice, even restructuring D Ford, adding another pass rusher, bringing back Mosley and Jason Barrett, and even Jaquaski's heart, going and getting a QB, making moves, making calls, staying on the phone. This is exciting, so. We got Super Bowl coming. We got a future dynasty, hopefully, with the Sacramento Kings. Some good times. And I'm feeling good. I'm back in the Bay right now. And my mom lived right off the Embarcadero. The view here is just cool. Went on a run this morning. And it should be a good day. I'm about to go visit the Bay and go around San Leandro. I've been like in San Leandro in fucking three months. Um, also, uh, me and my homies. We just 
submitted an application. We just got an application about to be approved in two days for a new house. Um, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, and it's just a new chapter in my life. I'm working two jobs so far. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm slowly but surely kind of getting my shit together. Who knows? But life, you know, life can just throw a curveball at me and then shit just go downhill. So I'm going to enjoy everything while it's lasting. Uh, I feel blessed in a way. I'm just trying to be appreciative. I'm actually, you know, I am just grateful and appreciative um, for everything that's been thrown my way over being kicked out. Um, having two place, two weeks to find a place to live, almost being broke, not couldn't afford my rent, uh, struggling mentally with doing online school, um, with COVID and all that. It's been a low key a roller coaster. We're just gonna keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? We going on and on. Sound like that was terrible by me, but. Like Eric Badu said, just going on and on. So I'm going to leave it at there. And for all the people that's listened to this, you know, I'm greatly appreciated. I'm going to keep it going for y'all. We're on episode 35. Uh, we're approaching that 50 range soon. Um, I wanted to do 10 episodes a month, but since I got that second job, it's a little bit more complicated. But at least five per month for sure. Um, I know I got five down this month. It's about to be April soon. Um, and yeah. So if you listen, I hope you have a good evening, good day, whatever you're doing. Um, just trying to throw good vibes at you. And I'm going to leave it at that. Peace.